what's up everyone new episode it's just gonna be myself today and i am gonna talk to you about where i'm at with my journey of working my career been in the beauty industry for over 20 years i started my cosmetology career in high school we were offered a program rop and in high school and we as students could either take like a nursing program mechanic program really amazing program if your children are in high school see if they offer something like that because that is the way to get your foot in the door when it comes to career i always had a knack for the beauty industry i was always doing someone's hair, someone's makeup, nails, you name it. I was always into it and I felt like I had a pretty good hand on it. So my mom really pushed for me to enter cosmetology school and I wanted to too. So my senior year of high school, half of my day after lunch was going to the cosmetology school and starting my career there while I was in high school. It was amazing and it was really, really fun. During that time before I actually started working in a salon, I had so many other jobs. I worked at a bank. I was a teller. I was a chiropractic assistant. I did a lot of, you know, worked at various restaurants and stuff. And then I said, you know what? I have this license. I was licensed by the State Board of Cosmetology and I want to try to use it. So then about a year, a year to two to three years later, I started working at my first salon. And that's really what started my beauty career professionally so I worked there for about five years and then I had an opportunity to work in San Francisco and I was really into hair at that time and I was really wanting to learn I had the urge and the hunger for the industry so I started working at a salon in San Francisco that salon I worked for five years and I felt like as a professional in general, not just hair-wise, it molded me into who I am, how I think a lot. A lot of that is due to um, one of the owners of the salon, and she was and is so incredible. Through that, I learned so much. I really became a different scale of a hairstylist. It's not, it, you can't compare stylists when it comes to somebody that's doing editorial, really educating themselves on a weekly basis. It was just, a, it was an elevation that I really wanted. The stylists there were all super talented and we were just really feeding off each other. It was, it was a really cool dynamic. Met a lot of cool people too, had a lot of great experiences. From that, I was able to audition for a very reputable company and I became a portfolio artist for the company. And what that meant was that I was, one, getting educated on the seasons and the trends. So they were facilitating every season, you know, summer, spring, fall and winter collections, and we were learning different color patterns and different products that were coming out and really just the trends. I remember when the contouring came out, we were actually learning how to enhance the contour makeup with the hair as well, whether we were adding depth or light to the hair. It was just really, really cool. Met a lot of amazing people through that. 
I was able to do hair competitions, really became my identity. Sylvia was a hairstylist. I really envisioned myself doing hair forever and being on stage. Uh, I had the opportunity to be on stage a couple times, not, not at a high volume or anything, just assisting or, you know, on the, on the sideline as far as, you know, definitely not the main character, but I was able to travel nationally and I was educating other hairstylists in their um, salons and we were having events. I was going into cosmetology schools and teaching. It was such a fulfilling experience for me. I was really helping other stylists hone in on their craft, learn about the business, how to be more confident. I was helping people make more money. It was really amazing. It wasn't at the end of my workday when I would be teaching, I felt an adrenaline rush. I loved it so much and I never felt tired. But then things change. I met my now husband. It was definitely the first date him and I went on. I just looked at him and I knew I was going to marry him. I knew he was my future. Soon after, we got pregnant and my whole world changed. My whole heart changed. My whole mindset changed. I was now given this gift that I had dreamt of since I was a little girl and that was to become a mom. Being a mom to me was my number one goal and aspiration in life. It came far beyond any editorial shoot I could have ever been presented with. Being that I was working in San Francisco, I just knew that I did not want to be far from my baby, especially knowing that my husband was going to be working far from the baby as well. Somebody needed to be close to the child. So I started looking at salons in like Danville area because I had to compete with the prices that I was already charging. I was charging about $90 a haircut. Coming back over the hill into the East Bay, it was a lot harder to charge those prices, especially I had no clientele over this way. So I was looking for openings and, and seeing where I could fit in and I saw an ad for an eye salon and you could work and also get certified to do eyelashes. So while I was pregnant, I was educating nationally, I was working in San Francisco and now I'm on this new venture also working a few days a week at an eyelash salon in Danville. I was just like, why not? You know, I've used my cosmetology license for many, many things, done airbrushing and so many different avenues I've taken with this license. Here I am pregnant, trying to figure out what the next step is. I have my baby and I, it was like a snap of finger. I didn't want to do hair anymore. It was so weird. It became so transparent to me. It was so obvious that my passion just vanished to do hair behind the chair like that. Now, I still love doing weddings and I think that's because it's almost like a treat. It's not an everyday thing. It's, you know, a weekend thing. Really have a different vibe. It kind of feels like a party when you're getting ready with a bridal 
party and I've always had a passion for doing formal styling. I think that was always my favorite. Doing hair behind the chair was just not in the cards for me anymore. I didn't want to do it, but I really gained some liking for this whole eyelash thing. And I became quickly very skilled at it. I started getting into eyelash in the brow world. That's where I'm at now. About five years now that I've been doing it. Now as much as it's been so amazing having the opportunity to stay home with my kids majority of the time because I'm able to independent and have my own business, I can schedule my work around my life and I'm very strict with how I book and my clients are amazing and I enjoy the relationships that I have made with my clients that have become friends. But now I'm in a situation where I have an almost five-year-old. He'll be five in a couple weeks. He's starting kindergarten and I just don't know how I'm going to fulfill the business and being a mom that's close to her child while he's in school. Not to mention, I also have a 20-month-old that needs to be taken care of. My son, as I've explained in past episodes, has a severe Trina allergy, and I am not comfortable not being close enough to him. If you are a food allergy mama or parent or guardian, you know how stressful and nerve-wracking that whole situation can be. Not to mention, this is the first time that I am experiencing enrolling a child in school. So this is my first go-around at this. With that being said, I think it's time for me to make a career change. My hands are wearing out on me. I've been using my hands for work since I was 17 years old. I could feel, especially as a lash artist, holding little tiny tweezers and implements in your hand for a long period of time, hours and hours at a time, your hands start really cramping up on you. And I don't see me still doing this in my 60s. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anyone in their 60s doing lashes. So it's been in the back of my mind for years for me to go back to school and really try the avenue that was my runner-up when I decided to go in this ROP program, which is childcare. If you know me, you know that I've always loved kids. I was like a six, seven-year-old holding babies. I loved babies. I loved kids. And I just chose the cosmetology route because it just seemed like a lot more fun and it fit my lifestyle. I was loud and wild and I was able to express myself so much on the artistry level when it came to the cosmetology world. Now that I'm a mom, I think I relate more to the childcare field. So I went back and forth and finally enrolled into a community college. After decades of not being in school and only having a high school diploma, I enrolled in the child care and development course to be able to legally work in a child care facility. I'm a course away from doing that and it's taken me a while because I've only been able to do so many classes at a time juggling the business, the house and the kids. But I'm almost there in hopes that I can move in that direction and I think that's where I will find my sweet spot. I think eventually I'd like to be in some type of school district and follow my little munchkins everywhere because I am what people make fun of me as a helicopter mom. I just want to be there. I have this 
person in me that does a lot of healing my inner child, whether it comes to buying the trampoline that I always wanted or buying a kitchen set that I dreamed of as a child or being there to help with homework. And being the support that I really needed as a child. Now, mind you, my parents did all they could. They came to this country with little to no education. And they only could help me to a certain extent. When it came time, you know, getting even into middle school is really difficult for my parents to help me with homework. So I just gave up. I stopped asking My sisters were in their own little worlds doing their own homework and I really didn't have a lot of help anywhere. My mom did get us a tutor and she tried her best, but I just really gave up on school and and I didn't do well at all. You know what I was really good at? I was good at talking. I was good at being the class clown and I used that to camouflage how dumb I felt in class. Me going to school has brought back so much of that trauma. I've had points where I cried my eyes out and there was a time where I took a test and I didn't do well and I was crying so hard on the porch and my husband came out to me and he's like, I'm sorry, you know, I should have been more supportive or whatever the means are. I said, you know what it is? Oh, it's going to make me cry now. It just brought me back to that big fat F on my paper when I was younger. That was embarrassing to have. And how many Fs did I get? So many Fs. I struggled so much in school. And now going to school as an adult and really wanting it and trying my best to pursue it, NA means everything to me. I think that trauma hit me of getting the bad grades and and feeling dumb again. It's been it's been another learning curve for me. My sister told me at best you have to teach yourself how to study because I didn't really know how to study. I would try to memorize things the night before or secretly I I cheated a lot. I cheated a lot in in school. And like I said, to camouflage how dumb I felt and how scared I was to being called out and asked questions, I became the class clown and I was very loud in the classroom and I was always getting in trouble for that. And that was just to block the fact that one, I'm pretty positive I had ADD or ADHD because I just couldn't focus. My mom would just beg me, please, Sylvia, try, try, try in school. And I would get up that morning and I would say, hey, you're going to pay attention today. You're going to look at the teacher, you're going to focus, and you're going to hear everything she or he has to say, and you're going to turn it around. You're going to be a good student. You're going to understand the homework that is given to you because you paid attention in class. I get to class, I'd stare at the teacher, I'd be focusing, and then about two minutes later, I'd realize that I was in a daydream and I had not heard anything the teacher had said. And it would upset me. I was going into this up and down cycle of, God, I'm trying. I think I really needed some some help there. Also, English was not my first language. Um, Portuguese was my first language, and I don't think I learned either language I mess up on my grammar all the time. I'm not great when it comes to punctuation or anything like that. And I didn't learn Portuguese 100% and I didn't learn English 100%. So I really just felt dumb. I know that I need to somewhat be away from my family when I'm doing schoolwork and things like that. So it's a little different now that I'm an adult, especially now that I am actually pursuing something 
that I know I want to pursue. But even in cosmetology school, when it came to the theory, I even struggled a bit. It was only until I graduated cosmetology school and I was getting education that was very visual where it clicked for me and I understood color theory as a whole and anything to do with any chemical services that I truly understood it because it was more of a visual thing. I'm sure a lot of people can re relate with being more visual than anything else. I get really frustrated with the school system. I think it takes so long to get degrees. I think that there's so much wasted time when it comes to school. Semesters are just way too long. There is so much wasted time in the semester and I feel for the teachers because they give you busy work because there's just too much time in a semester. We got to figure that out. Since I'm on the rant of being frustrated with the school system, let's now dip into the childcare field. As I'm looking up job postings, trying to get into the field, I am looking at the wage of these providers and it starts at $17 an hour. What the hell? Teachers seriously love what they do because I've already known that teachers don't make a lot, but when I look at the child care provider's wage, it really is very sad. I feel sad for myself as someone that has looked into child care knowing how expensive it is. I wanted to see how much it would be for the kids to be in child care so that I could work more. And just the baby was $2,000 a month. My four-year-old was a little over a thousand a month. So that is over $3,000 in child care, which is more than what I pay mortgage. I just think it is very hard to understand. Not that child care costs that much, Yes, it is a lot, but even more mind-boggling is that these people that are taking care of your children are making 17 to maybe max $23 an hour. The people that actually have to wipe butts, feed, uh, rock, just take place of a parent. Kindergarten teachers don't wipe butts, okay? We're talking about infant-toddler care. That is a very hard job, let me tell you. I have two littles, I've gone through it. It's the hardest job I've ever had in my life. I don't understand why they are so underpaid, especially if the childcare cost is going only up, 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 and up. It doesn't make any sense to me. I pass by in and out, they're making $22 an hour with benefits. They're not going to school. To work in the fast food department going through the child care development course i'm not just taking the classes and getting the units i'm becoming a mandated reporter cpr certified there's so many other certifications that you have to do there's they are taking the responsibility and liability of taking care of your child and giving the child foundational education and love and attention feeding them. I don't understand. At least if we're paying so much for these care providers, at least we could feel, well, the people that are taking care of my kids are being well taken care of. Instead of them being well taken care of, paid so poorly. And what's that going to do? They're not going to be really motivated. Not saying that teachers are motivated by money. But it definitely puts a pep in your step. I don't know who's going to argue that. And more change in your pocket make you a little bit happier. So 
I am in this transitional part of my life. I am in my mid-30s, in school, I am on my way to changing a career, and I am in the thick of raising little ones. I have a stepchild too that's going into middle school. There's so many different phases going on, and I just feel like I'm in a country that doesn't support mothers, that doesn't support teachers. It's been really sad thinking about how many mothers miss out on their baby's first steps, first words, because they're just hustling and bustling in the first year or two to make it in this country, when all the other countries support mothers so much in at least the first year, they're paid to stay home with their child. The hardest part is justifying being a good mom, a present mom, a asset to the family financially as a provider as well and also still having room for yourself and having your own identity i'm finally starting to feel like i'm getting my identity back thank you no new friends podcast it's a journey today on tiktok i did a trend you guys can follow me on tiktok i did a trend it's been three years since we were in quarantine with COVID. And it says, what have we done in the past three years? And I looked at the past three years and I have to say, my family, my little family, we've had really awesome milestones. So as much as I'm ranting and complaining about things and complained on this podcast about my traumas and my difficulties, I've had it pretty good. Life keeps going. I'm going to just try to manifest good coming my way. I know that I have a lot of beautiful angels up above guiding me and I know what is meant for me will be. I'm just trying to be more positive and I'm trying to see the light because not only do my kids deserve that, the people around me deserve that and I deserve that. I have to see the best in all situations because I've had so many letters of we're moving forward with another candidate and it starts to really put a damper on your self-esteem. I just gotta keep it moving. My family is good, we're healthy, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. I love you guys. Be well.